Magneto Funky, number 91. It's Saturday, September 29th, 2018. Hey, Larry here, in the pursuit of grid power to the people. This week, I'm still plowing through the Friedrich videos on the Benita Switch number 7, etc., etc. The music is a mostly curated mix from the UK and a submission from Toronto.
Okay, that was The Storm in the Hourglass by Tina V, a.k.a. Christina Maynard, an alternative rock pop artist in Bristol who has various projects in bands like this one, This Wicked Tongue, uh, when she's otherwise not busking in the English Midlands and further south, like Bath, Oxford, Bristol, Reading, and Birmingham. Nice. Hey, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, weekly international pod zine of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics, with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. My pod pages are 1223studios.com slash yumfunky.h and facebook.com slash 1223studios. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay, in grid theory, uh, getting back to the Benitez research and slogging through the Friedrich videos to pull a few nuggets of data from his long and somewhat meandering presentations. Uh, anyway, I'm focusing on the Benitez switches from 1915-16, uh, specifically the patent number 14311 with its three variations. Uh, Friedrich calls switches 5, 6, and 7. Now, the relevant nuggets for these battery-powered switches are well, the ones I've found so far. They're meant for low voltages, under 1,000 volts, using small capacitors. Now, Friedrich guesses anywhere from 0.1 microfarads up to 10 microfarads to experiment with. Uh, apparently, the smaller size batteries give just as much surplus juice, meaning another pair of 12-volt 4-amp-hour batteries will work just as well as 40 amp hours. And since you're working with under a thousand volts, you don't need a spark gap at all. The interrupter, like a transistor or my proposed auto relay switch, will provide the oscillations that makes it all work. And as for magnetically quenching the spark gap, you don't need it at all. So anyway, I am going with switch number seven that comprises two battery banks, one capacitor, one induction coil with an interrupter, and a transformer to power the load. And Friedrich also noted that you could put multiple load transformers on this circuit. In the video, he has two transformers in series, just to prove a point. Uh, anyway, I'm slowly going over and over the videos for more of the little nuggets that are scattered around. And yes, they are scattered. As for the mini booster, the fast switching UF4007 power diodes came in uh, a week early. Yeah, they came in Friday afternoon. Uh, and they're the exact same size as the 1N4007 power diodes. So anyway, I spent lab time on Friday putting together a mock-up of the circuit on a piece of perf board. Uh, anyway, that's the cover pick for this week's episode. Everything on there but the output terminals from the transformer. Uh, so the next step here will be soldering, then 
I'll need a high voltage capacitor to test it out. Okay, uh, coming back with a gear stack. All right, back to the stage, continuing the all-female fronted set with Far Away by Utility Muffin, an alternative group from Edinburgh that plays left-field rock and roll with a huge range of influences. Uh, the song is from the 2015 album Gothic. Next up, it's Fragmented by Vault. The new three-song solo project by Megan Ballantyne of the band Authentic Imperfection, uh, featured back in January. Oh, uh, Kathleen, yeah, this number will need your dump button uh, in a couple spots. And wrapping the set with Silent Destruction by Carmen Line, an alternative pop outfit in London from their debut EP on Wall of Sound Records. And by the way, the Carmen line is the border between the Earth's atmosphere and outer space at an altitude of 100 kilometers above the Earth's sea level. Cool. <laughs>
when you're fragmented by the world, it's hard to ignore. Rip and fumble for the pieces you've lost. When you're this fucked up, you've gotta focus on what you still got.
Hey, Geek Knows. Today, it's another Saturday, the 29th of September. And since this is the last bit to write out before recording the episode, let's just skip the usual long invective over the Kavanaugh shit show as the GFY GOP makes clear their answer to Me Too will always be a contemptuous so what, which at the very least made me have to remember the goddamn Porky's movies for their cultural relevance. Hell, you might as well nickname this Federalist Society fascist as Justice Meat, when, not if, he's railroaded onto the SCOTUS next week, henceforth designated as Scrotus. And Lindsey Graham? Oh, please. Mofo is just auditioning to be the next Attorney General. He ain't fooling no damn body. Meanwhile, almost nobody is looking as the EPA is steadily being burnt to the ground as more Medicare and Social Security money goes out the back door to the overlords. Yes, unfortunately, we have to cut services. There's no money. And still, we say tick-tock with increasingly more anger than fear as the Lone Wolf Battalion steps up the death threats against anybody and everybody running who's not kissing P. Grabby's orange-crusted anus. Now, let's run the date. Today, the 29th, is World Heart Day, and there is an event that most likely will be over by the time you hear this. Uh, the Anti-Bully Workshop, happening from 3 to 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time at 1 Martial Arts SF, 850 Taraval Street, here in the city. Bullying can be hurtful and have a lasting effect on your child's self-esteem. A bully may verbally tease, threaten, or spread rumors about you. They may even physically attack you by tripping, pushing, hitting, or kicking you. Yeah, and that don't just sound like little kids either, does it? Uh, the event is open to the community, and hopefully they'll have another one fairly soon. Uh, tomorrow, September 30th, is the last day of Sukkot. October the 1st, Monday, is International Day of Older Persons. It's World Habitat Day and World Vegetarian Day. The second is the International Day of Nonviolence. And also, we have an event, Books and Resistance. That'll be from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time at CIIS Public Programs, 1453 Mission Street, here in the city. Now, that's hosted by the California Institute of Integral Studies. Reading is a revolutionary act, an act of engagement in a culture that wants us to disengage. In this detached social landscape, former LA Times book critic David L. Ullen set out to answer timely questions. Why is literature important? What does it offer, especially now? Uh, join author Matthew Zapruder for a conversation with David as he makes the case for reading as a political act in both public and private gestures and for the ways it enlarges the world and our frames of reference. Okay, moving on, October the 3rd is World Cerebral Palsy Day. And for the 4th, we have a special screening, the movie The Silence of Others. That'll be from 7 to 9 p.m. 
Pacific Daylight Time at the Museum of Tolerance, 9786 West Pico Boulevard in L.A. Uh, from executive producer Pedro Almodovar, the Berlinale, Berlin International Film Festival, award-winning documentary, The Silence of Others, reveals the epic struggle of victims of Spain's 40-year dictatorship under Generalissimo Franco, who continue to seek justice to this day. Tickets are $10 for museum members, 12 bucks general admission. Nice. And finally, we have for October the 5th, uh, World Teacher's Day. Nice. Hey, if you have promos, pluggers, gig info, and hard opening, etc., send me an email. The address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com and bands, artists, and poets, download links, no attachments, please, and no promises. Transfer complete. Okay, in grit practice. Last weekend on the Berkeley run, I went to check out what kind of double pole, double throw switches they had for my attempt at the Lindemann Benitez circuit, which uses the Senor's first patent with batteries instead of capacitor banks. Uh, I did find the rocker switches I like, but they're going to go on the shopping list <laughs> until after the next payday. Now, I did pick up a bag of RC toy gears. Yeah, A, because there was only one left. And back home at the lab, I found a few videos that described the single and double reduction spindle gears and the motor gears I'll need. And now, I'm looking at big bags of gears that'll have enough for me to work with. Oh, I also found a cool video, How to Make Mechanical System from Plastic Gear, DIY Mechanical System from YouTuber Power Creative, that laid out a straight gear train that takes a 3-volt input and generates a big gear on output that spins very slowly with very strong force. So, building it in reverse with a spring should generate enough power on the output side to spin a 12 volt motor. In fact, I found a couple of videos like that worth investigating. Uh, anyway, now the impetus is to get the right spring ratchet contraption to attach to a main gear. Either that, and if I can't do it with the plastic, then I'm gonna have to start looking up uh, steampunk supplies for actual metal clockwork gears. So let's see, that's two Benitez variations, the mini booster, and the spring motor. Let's see uh, if I can get results on any of these by Christmas. Okay, we close out this week with one more tune from Edinburgh Rockers Utility Muffin. 
Here's I Walk. This show is a 1223 Studios joint. 
Show files are at iTunes, Internet Archive, Stitcher, TuneIn, Listen Notes, Podknife, and Mixcloud. Episode notes are on the pod pages, and you can download the MP3 directly. If you like the show, tell your friends. And you Red Dog Corporate Dems, it's about time y'all started playing dirty against the goddamn Red Hats instead of your own base. You know, that will guarantee your base actually turns out. Show themes, Rocket Power and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McLeod. Some additional audio from freesound.org. The next episode is set for Friday, October 5th. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my Garrett in the Mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we go through, not into, the darkness. <laughs>